Hey, listen to the Commander Cookout podcast. Today we're going to continue our odyssey through the monocolored commanders with some snake tribal. Hit that theme song. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? It's all good. How are you? It's pretty great. You know what makes this show extra special besides the fact that we're talking about my second ever commander deck? The sun's going behind that cloud. It's no longer my eye. That also, however, <laughs> we also, we're always talking about our live studio audience. Yep. We actually have a live studio audience this week. Who is it? It's my hot wife, Kyla. Ooh. Oh, hot wife. Hello. There she is. That's my hot wife, Kyla, <laughs> talking. How are, how are you, Kyla? How are you feeling? I'm disappointed. Why are you disappointed? There's no food. That is very true, actually. With a name like cookout, I expected there to be food. Well, we usually reference food and or drinks when we're casting. And I don't we, want references. I don't want the real thing. This is Well, we could barbecue This after. is a two out of ten. Would not repeat. Oh. Okay, we'll have snacks next time. Yep. We'll have snacks. And but we'll bring, not in the studio. Not in the studio, no. Because the microphones are worth more than our house. Yes. Wow. Okay. Sounds great. Yep. Uh, thanks for being here, Kyla, and enjoy the rest of the show. Super pumped. Yep. She's totally lying. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. That's okay, she's, though. She's great. Our yeah, wives lie to us all the time. Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Married life. <sighs> Upkeep step. Upkeep step. Um, Twitter, at CCO Podcast. Follow us. Retweet our shows. We're great. You'll get all of the latest there. Yep. CommanderCookout at gmail.com if you want anything longer than 100 and whatever characters. 40-something characters, yep. 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 Also, uh, Commander Society. Yep. Legit. Very Follow good. them on YouTube? No. What is it? Subscribe to them on YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's the word, the, yeah. Correct. Yeah, like, subscribe. I think that's what they say. Yeah, something what the kids like are saying these days. I don't know. Yeah. They got good little videos. I've talked about their videos before. Um, good in the morning while eating breakfast type thing. That's when I watch them. Or at night before I go to bed. So also I can remember everything they say. Yes. Yep. Because it's worth remembering everything they say. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah. They're almost as good as us. He's almost. so good. Um, we're talking about monocolor commanders. Yep. Sashiro the Anointed today. But before yep. we do... Okay. It's our second last monocolored commander, and I think we should pay homage to a one local David Clare. Yep, he's a guy from Saskatoon. He sent us a list for Lynn, Lynn Civy. Lynn Civy, uh, Defiant Hero, I believe her name is. Yep. I also play a Lynn Civy deck that is not nearly as effective as his Lynn Civy I deck. I didn't even know you had one. Yeah, so we're going to kind of bounce those two off of each other on our next show. It's going to be great. Combine them, conjoin them, stitch them together, if you will. Yeah, like some kind of hideous twin. It's going to be great. Yeah, so David Clare, not F you. Yeah, thank you for sending your list. F everybody else. The F, F all the rest of you guys who didn't send us cards. And and not Kyla, though. Yeah, Kyla's good also. Yep. She's still here. I think she might be on her way out, though. I think that that might have put her off the edge. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so. Sashiro the Anointed. Uh, yep. Should we give him a little bit of a read? Yep, you should definitely uh, tell the people what he does. Okay, Sashiro the Anointed is Snake Monk. That's the creature type. Legendary creature for Green Green 4. And he's a 3. She? He? I think he's a he. It is a 3-4. Other snakes you control get plus 2, plus 2. He's an excellent lord. Mega lord. Yep. And whenever a snake more. you control deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. Gives everybody a Fidian. Yes. It's awesome. Not snake, which is an ability that you've kind of coined a lot of the other snakes in the deck have it. Yeah, it keeps us from having to read the novel of text that's on virtually every creature card in this deck. Yeah. Snake. So whenever thing, and they're all snakes, yep. deals combat damage to a creature... Tap that creature. It doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. That's snake. 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 It's a keyword. Yep. Patent pending. 
trademark. Wizard's not going to steal that one. <laughs> but in case they do, Boom. there it is. There it is. So we're playing Snake Tribal. Yep. We're looking at the list, and we are looking at a, f- a whopping 33 creatures. That's lots of creatures. Like half the deck after you yeah. take land out. Yeah. What well, snake tribal? You need snakes, or it's not snake, snake tribal anymore. Snake tribal, and we're looking at, I guess, low converted mana cost on most of the snakes. Some of them are overcosted, I think, but for the most part, I tried to keep it sort of doable within the confines of still playing. I I stuck close to the uh, Kamigawa snakes because they all have arms. And the can deck we is call called? them the Krapagawa snakes? Absolutely. Everything we can. from Kamigawa is so terrible. Yeah, there's lots of. Kind of says they don't have they're not snakes if they have arms. They say That's snake in, right on the card. It's open to interpretation. It's 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 um. Is that, is that artistic license? Yeah. Yeah. Artistic license. Yeah, it's it's just interpretation, really. It's like. Uh, it's yeah. Like it's not. It's like uh, Terry Fox wasn't a human because he only had one leg. Yeah. Terry Fox, one of my favorite Canadians of all time, yep. FYI. And a great human. Yes. Yeah. Tremendous save. That That's was why wonderful. they pay us the big bucks. Yep. yep. Okay, so 33 of those snakes with arms that aren't yep. snakes, but some of them are snakes. Some of them are actual snakes. Some of them snakes. are hydras that are snakes. Yep. Uh, Hooded Hydra. I like that guy. He's excellent. Green uh, Green X. X counters on him. Yep. Much like every other hydra on the planet. When he dies, put a green green snake... Creature token onto the yep. battlefield for each plus one plus one on him. He's got morph as well. If you morph him, you put five plus one plus one counters on him. Yeah, right? Whatever. Like morph for five. Yeah. So realis- realistically, he's a snake hydra. You kill him, all of his little heads fall off and hit the ground, and then they're just little snakes. Yeah. Whoa. Tremendous. And they're all three threes due to. Yep. They're all Shiro. three threes that draw you a card. We're yep. going to get into cards with that cost X in a little bit because I definitely have a. Method to my madness method, with all and my and I exes. think I've yeah. got some questions about that too because yeah. there's a lot of things in the deck that we'll get to that talk about untap all your land when you do this or double your land when you do that. And yeah. it's like, what are you doing with all that? All the guys, all the snakes cost two, three, four mana. So why, like, do you, yeah, why do you need 10,000 Exactly. Mana? I know what I've seen in the past. You've got guys like Kamal Fist of Krosa yeah. that give everybody overrun. Because yeah, sometimes you just have to overrun 12 times in a turn. Sometimes that's, you have to do that. That's a thing. Yep. Sometimes somebody's going to wrath your board, so you got to turn everybody else's land into a dude. Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, it's terrible. So Kamal's yeah. other ability, Kamal Fist of Krosa, I very much like this card. From Onslaught, yep. very excellent. 3-4 um, dude, legendary dude that is green. Target creature, target land becomes a 1-1 creature until end of turn. Yep. Yep, and his other ability is green, 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 two. Overrun. To give plus three, plus three and trample. Overrun, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you play regular overrun? Nope. Got overrun on legs. Don't need regular overrun. But you play Beastmaster Ascension. Yeah, I do. Which is, uh, gives things plus five, plus five once you attack with at least seven things. Which is usually the first time I attack. Uh, One After I played it. like Because it puts a target on your back. So you might as well kill somebody yeah. immediately after playing it. And there was a couple other pump everything spells, wasn't there? What are the pump everything spells? There's there? a Conda, Conda's Banner, I think is it oh, called. Oh, Conda's it's Banner. Yeah, that's an equipment. That makes your bros bigger. Yep. Um, Conda's Banner. Caged Sun. Caged Sun makes everybody and bigger. And it's a mana rock. I appreciate that card very much. Yeah, I like him lots. And there is, of course, Sashiro, which is a lord. Yep. And there's, there's another lord, isn't there? There's a couple other snake lords. There's one that gives your snakes plus one plus O. Oh, and if they're warriors, they also get that crappy death touch that after they kill something, like after they damage something, they die at the end of combat, mm. which just isn't as good. Um, 
just because if they have first strike two, it won't kill the thing outright. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's another one that gives them plus zero, plus one. Mm -hmm. And if they're a druid or a shaman, 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 they tap for two green. Which is good. How many of them are shaman? Quite a few, actually. Some number of them. It's like it's not a zero amount. Yeah, there, yeah there's enough uh, of them that it actually comes into play. There's actually one card that I play that's totally worthless unless she's in play with another snake of some sort. It's oh, terrible. a spring collar, I think. Sakura tried spring collar. It's a one, one for one. That's just a one, one for one because her ability doesn't work because you're playing mono green. No, Sakura tribe spring collar is uh, at yeah. the beginning of your upkeep, you get a thing. You no, get a mana. No, different one. He's good. Spring collar is good. I can't think of the other one. We'll find it. Ryan will find it for us. But anyways, it's a one, doesn't one. doesn't sound very good. It's like, a one, one, I be for, looking this shit up? one, one for one <laughs> green for green. You can turn that green into any other color you want. It's why is it in mono green? Because if you have it out with your other snake lords, it turns into a oh. four four that draws you a card that taps for two mana with death touch. That's why that's good. It's in there. Uh, that card that you're talking about, snakes get plus zero plus one. Shamans you control have tap add green green to your mana pool. Yep. That is Saki Sachi 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 daughter, daughter of Sashiro. Yeah. yeah, and the other guy is I believe son of Sashiro. The warrior guy is son of Sashiro. Okay. So they got like a family thing they going on. They got a on. little snake family. The yep. mom didn't just eat the babies. Correct. Gross. Yeah, mom's like, mom actually is in this deck. I play all of the legendary snakes from Kamigawa <laughs> except for the one that makes you sack a snake every turn. What the hell is the point of that? that Why are you doing terrible. that? That's too bad. I do have a foil one though that I used to play just for flavor, but I got rid of him. <laughs> Turfed him for Hooded Hydra actually. I, I like that. this Sachi daughter of Sashiro because you're actually playing Eternal Witness who's a shaman. Yeah. That after you use up your Eternal Witness trigger, yep. getting something back from your graveyard, no, I got you can tap her to uh, add two. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to another point here. You've got quite a good uh, recursion package, I guess, right? Yes. So what are we talking about there? Eternal Witness it, is the kind of the flagship poster person for right. that. I uh, built this deck when we were playing with F.U. Jesse. Mm -hmm. Jesse, who used to run Wrath of God times four in every EDH deck that he played. And so I would find. I think a, he actually had two or three wraths in one deck one time, not knowing that he added it to the deck. Yep, just he different added hearts. it to the deck again with a different picture. Yeah, <laughs> F you Jesse. Yeah, F you Jesse, a <laughs> cheating bastard. But uh, and that's why I have that is just to kind of because you build up, you get wrathed, you're effed. Yeah, there's a creature deck. Yeah, thirty three creatures in there. Yeah, and with all the mana ramp and stuff, you can dump your hand super fast, but you're always. And this deck untaps and then it wins. It doesn't swing and win right away because it, with the exception of one card, there's only one way to give your guys haste. That's Concordant Crossroads. And if that comes into play, you can just swing and win. But usually you have to swing in. You swing in with 12 dudes, hit with seven of them, draw seven. You'll have a billion mana. You play all the cards that you just drew. Somebody wraths you and you're going, okay, thanks. Yeah, I'm not playing anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. So I have the recursion package in there to kind of help prevent that a number of times. And it works pretty well. You can usually rebuild after yeah. a wrath quite quickly. I'm looking at, right now, I'm looking at recollect or recollect? Yep. Recollect? Recollect. Ah, I recollect. Recollect. <laughs> Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. Yep. Cost three mana. I'm looking at revive. Return target green card for two mana. Yep. Right? We mentioned before, uh, what's her name again? Eternal Witness. Eternal Witness. Yep. 
we mentioned uh, no we didn't yet but the i guess the granddaddy of all of them is praetor's council green green yeah. green five. Ooh, oh it hurts return all cards from your graveyard to your hand exile praetor's council you have no maximum hand size for the rest of the game that's pretty good that's all of them so you've got wrath and then you get everything back yep yeah. and then you play it again as long as you get the mana in base in play to support that still and you weren't relying yeah. on a whole bunch of mana dork combos not a mana dork or mana dork effects yeah i guess so just keeping going through the deck uh we talked about the 33 creatures we're playing 34 land and which doesn't sound like a lot but there's a lot of dorks in this deck yes we'll get to that in a second eight enchantments and the enchantments are what we were talking about before when we're talking about mana doublers talking about untapping stuff Uh, what can you say about that real quick i'm looking at for example vernal bloom right it just gets you going quicker. It's you got to do more with less. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. if you're on turn four, you want your you want to untap on turn five, and you want your mana to just be worth yeah. more. So than Vernal Bloom is a green mana doubler. Yep. Yep. Yes, it works for everybody, but again, it group hugs everyone, but it benefits you more. It yep. always benefits you more. I'm looking at mana reflection. If you tap, it's twenty two dollars. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that either. If you tap yeah. a permanent for mana, it produces twice that much. Yep. So my Gaia's Cradle is way better. Way better way with Gaia's Cradle. Way better, yep. Because you can tap it for 10 and get 20. Exactly. For example. Whole yep. baby. And that'll come into play in a bit. Yep. Yep. And what are the couple others? We're looking at, for example, again, this yep. is just another big mana thing. Yep. We're looking at Bear Umbra. Yep. It also, Bear Umbra also protects Sashiro from being wiped out. That's right, because it's got totem armor. Yep. So it's an enchantment for four enchant creature. Enchanted creature ha- has totem enchanted creature has totem armor if enchanted creature would be destroyed instead remove all damage from it and destroy this aura that's what totem armor does it saves your guy once saves the guy one time the other thing it does is enchanted creature gets plus two plus two and whenever this creature attacks untap all lands you control there's a couple untap all lands you control effects as well as seedborn muse which untaps all your lands during your turn yep what of all of those? And there was a big snake thing that does that too, isn't there? Yep. The Orochi, uh, patron of Orochi does that as well and taps all forests and green creatures. Yeah, that seems like it's okay considering you play all forests and green creatures. That's right. Yep. So why does it do all that? Because I want a Genesis wave. And I want a Genesis wave my entire deck and win. That's why all of that's in there. Those are the things that let me do that before I attack. Mm. Also, with the with the uh, bounce well, package, if you can only do it for, like, say, 30, you can do it for 30 twice in a turn. Ooh, yep, 30. Untap everything. 30 again. Yep. And okay. you're, go- you're going to get your concordant crossroads. When you're going 60 cards, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're probably going to get it. Yep. Sometimes you don't get <laughs> it and you feel real bad, though. Sometimes it doesn't work and it's like, oh. Oh, oh, Kyla with the sick burn. We should turn her mic on so we can get all those. Oh, sick burns. Uh, and Mike's on. Okay. You I can't. just said I could be your color commentator. It might be funny. <laughs> I know nothing about magic. Okay, there it is. There it is. We're learning her. Okay. Um, so, Genesis Wave. Reveal the top X cards of your library. You may put any number of permanent cards with converted mana cost X or less from among them onto the battlefield. Okay. No. When X is 30, you're going to get them all. You're going to get everything. Yeah, and you play and them you're going to go 30 deep. Yep. And you're going to untap everything. And you're going to regrowth something. Why don't you play regrowth? Because I didn't have a regrowth at the time. Uh, play regrowth. Yep. You regrowth them. 
you go 30 again. Yep. And one of those things is going to be concordant crossroads. Yep. And concordant concordant crossroads enchantment yep. for one green and all creatures have haste. Dang. So you get all your creatures, then you attack with everything all at once. And, and chances yeah. are you can untap all your mana again, and you were going to do what with Kamal? Kamal Fister of Corosa, overrun five times, just to stick it in and break it off. That is how the deck works. Yeah. In You, you swing for 500. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how it works. Like you, it sounds like a good little deck. It's super fun. It's great to play. Okay. A yeah. uh, couple other, I guess, little tidbits you've got. Two tutors in here. You got a tooth and nail in here, which isn't super spicy, but what do you find with it? What do you do with it? Honestly, the tooth and nail I only play because I have a foil German one. Ooh. And it's just, oh, I like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I hate the people who play tooth and nail, pestermite kiki-jiki, I win. Yep. So I don't actually play two really great tooth and nail targets. Usually I'll get like Kamal and uh, Patron of Orochi. Yep. Are usually what I'll find because which I mean, is that, overrun and which is over, untap all your stuff. Yeah, overrun and untap everything. So win the game. Like it wins me the game, but yeah. I still actually have to work for it a Suppose little bit. Suppose patron of the Orochi, you can uh, sw- swing in like normal and just untap all your stuff. Yep. Right. You could just use him as a pseudo vigilance enabler, right? Yeah. Like he's kind of he, for yeah. short term gains yeah. type thing. They're okay. good dudes, but like there's no the tooth and nail isn't there to find a win. I, I win right now. It's there to find me something that I need at the moment Yep. to, to make my next swing better. So a couple things. We get into the actual kind of the gameplay of the deck. You only yep. have two dedicated card draw cards. Yep. And there's card draw on the commander. Yep. So, I mean, that's maybe how you can get away with not a whole bunch of card draw cards because you need that in commander. And yep. green is pretty good at it when you look at um, the things that say draw a card for each creature you control, or yep. the new one from Amaket, the uh, uh, what is it? Mouth and something, the one with the hippo on it. Hand to not a hand to mouth. <laughs> mouth to <laughs> hoof and mouth. What is it? It's, <laughs> mouth to that's a disease. Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's it's the one where uh, you draw a card for each creature you control with power three or greater, or yeah. w- whatever. Which right? is lots of them when all of your creatures get plus two plus yeah. two. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of card drawn here, but Shiro draws you cards. Yep. So maybe that's a thing. Yeah, do you ever kinda, do you find you run out of gas? Um, not very often. As long as people aren't playing. Do you have to sandbag anything to not run out of gas? No. You just go just like, all out. The more all out I go, the more cards I'm eventually going to draw. I suppose, yeah. Because eventually my stuff is just going to be bigger than your stuff, and I'm either going to be trading with you, which is value for the cards I've already played, mm-hmm. or I'm going to be beating wholesale ass and drawing more cards so I can beat mm. more. We haven't beat ass. wholesale ass in like a couple weeks. I know. We didn't say that last week. That's true. Take a drink, beat wholesale ass. There it is. That's that's a game. Yep. Yep. Uh okay. Targeted removal. There I wrote is, down four. Is there four of them? I didn't even think I had that many. I thought I had Beast Within. You do? Yep. That's oh no, there's Beast Within. There's Cross and Grip. Yeah, grip. There is Naturalize. Yep. And Stomp and Howl. Stomp and Howl. And that was the one that I think I had to kind of read. Destroy target artifact and target enchantment for three. Yeah. It's a sorcery. It requires a little bit more. It's more conditional because, of course, you have to have both of those things. Mm-hmm. Big game EDH, eventually both of those things are going to exist. It, they're, it's going to happen. Whether it's with the same person or not, somebody's going to get their their stuff rocked with that card eventually. Yeah. What is the one from Alara, or not Alara, um, the original, oh, God damn, Innistrad. 
the third set. Don't Avacyn Reborn. Sure. Avacyn Reborn, it's green, green, four, choose one or more. And the one or more is destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, destroy target land. You can choose one or more. Oh. I like that card. It is costs it, six, though. Yeah, that's too much. Six. Yeah. Usually what I wanted, I, I don't usually care about destroying lands. Honestly, never do I have I really cared to destroy a land. What if Not somebody... Very white of you. What if somebody <laughs> has... Uh, yeah. What if somebody has a Gaius Cradle? Let him have a Gaius Cradle. I have a Gaius Cradle, and mine's probably tapping for more than theirs is. I suppose. Yeah. Reign of Thorns. That's the card I was talking about. Sorcery, choose one or more, destroy target artifact or enchantment or land. And or land. Oh, yeah, for six mana. You can hit three things. It's like decimate almost in mono green. It's pretty good, yeah, but it, it <laughs> costs six, though. It's 75% of decimate for 50% more mana. That's not very good. Uh, when you yeah, take maybe like, don't play that. Like that. Yeah, but no. it's like it gets three things. It's a great card. It just, it normally I don't want to kill land. So, well, I, I do, but I don't <laughs> kill the land because that's a feel bad thing. And I don't super like to be that guy and play that kind of, that kind of stuff. Yeah, targeted removal. I mean, there's four of them in there already yeah, to yeah. get enchantments. Maybe that's enough. Yeah, I got some good ones. Yep. And my creatures are usually big enough where they can get the creatures out of the way. Because if you attack into me, I'll probably kill your guy. And if I'm attacking into you, I'll I'll get him if I want him, really. Yep. Yep. So we're looking at ramp spells. Specifically ramp spells. Yep. Two of them. Seems terrible. Yep. Especially in mono green. But when we go to mana rocks and dorks, Yep. Including the enchantments that double mana. 16. That's lots. That's lots. So yep. combined 18, and that doesn't include Magus of the Candelabra. Oh, I love him. Because he's kind of not ramp unless you have Urzatron Package, which you play. Yeah, which or I do. Gaia's Cradle. Which I also play. Which you also play. Yeah. Or and something else that makes my Verdant Bloom, Caged Sun. Uh, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think yeah, they of that. All make and, the mana and mana for... reflection, right? So. Yeah. Magus of the Candelabra is a one mana. One, two. One, two. Yep. Then he taps to, he's a Candelabra of Tonos on a guy. Tap X and him, untap X target lands. Is what he is. So when your land taps for two, you tap 10 of them to make 10, use that 10 to untap, or make 20, untap your 10 land for 10 mana. You have 10 left, tap the 10, make 30 mana. And then you Genesis Wave. Then you Genesis Wave for, for 27. Twenty-seven, Boom. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get your uh, eternal witness off of that, and your patron of Orochi, and your concordant crossroads, and you do it again, and then you win the game. Yeah. So, maybe you do include Magus of the Candelabra in your mana ramp dorks. Yeah, I, I probably would. Okay, he's well, more of an enabler. Nineteen of them. Yeah, there's <laughs> lots of good mana stuff. You're never mana hosed in this deck. Later on, in the first couple of turns, sometimes you can run into some problems if you don't get your Sol Ring. Yeah. Or have a guy that lets you put an extra mana into, like an extra land from your hand into play. If you don't get them early on, you're kind of in a bit of a bind. Um, the other search spell I have that isn't Tooth and Nail, which is Time of Need, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, it's there to deal with that specific problem because that Time of Need, you Time of Need for a legendary snake that costs three. Green, green, one. He's a, I think it's a one, three. I can't remember her name right now. They all have weird names. Yeah, they have crazy names that don't even make sense. What does it do? It adds each player, so this is a group hug card, each player adds green, green, green to their mana pool during their upkeep. And that mana does not Shizuko. empty. 
Yes. Caller of Autumn. Shizuko Caller of Autumn. Yep. You get three green mana that doesn't empty during the ends of phases. So it comes in during your upkeep, and you can just have it, and you can use it for whatever. Um, everybody gets that, but again, it benefits you more. So you have your turn three, you play her, you next turn it comes around to you. Now you got six, you can place a Shiro, beat in for one, draw a card. Now you're going. And she's a snake. And she's a snake. But she doesn't have a snake. She does not have snake, but she is in fact a snake. So I've got to ask the question, because I okay. asked you it the other day when we were talking about this. Okay. Is it an aggro deck? Is it a control deck? Is it a combo deck? What is this? When I thought about it initially, I thought it's totally an aggro deck. Totally an be, aggro deck. But I don't know if it is. I think it might be more of a mid-rangey kind of get to the middle of the game. It almost sounds just... like a combo deck. Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to stay alive because you you can control the board with all of the creatures that have snake. Remember, yep. 33 creatures. Lots of them come into play and just block and die. Yep. Lots of them have snake. So yep. they keep things tapped down. Yep. So they block and die, but they tap down. They a block thing and to die because they're one twos, two twos, yep. three fours, whatever they are. There's right? one that you can tap to hurt a flying thing. Tap it down, like it's tap down a flying thing. Yep. That's right. It's pretty neat. So you stay alive to turn three, four, yep. five. Critical turn we've got written down as four because mm. theoretically you can you can. That's when the motor's going and you're swinging in for seventeen yeah. and you're 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 warmed up. The motor starts. Yeah, turn it, four. It, you're a threat it's on, now. Right? Yeah, you can, and you can sandbag at that point where it's like, oh, I'm just hanging out, and you can kind of blow up and explode later on. But at turn four, if you're playing really, really aggressively and you know nobody's going to sweep you, you can wipe out a person a turn, every turn, a couple of turns after that. All, it sounds like depending yeah. on how you play. It's dependent on how gutsy you, could, you are and you who you're playing You could play against. it kind of in a con as a control kind of it's, deck. Not to... And then change your colors a little bit and go... <laughs> There it is. Here, deal with it. Exactly. Here, take a hundred. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to make this uh, thing, but it's a really good rattlesnake deck. Ooh. Yeah, oh, it's a really great rattlesnake oh, deck. You're so lame. Because the longer you sit there, you Oof. know, and then pow, you're dead, and it's awesome. You did. Yep. You did. Wholesale. Dead. Wholesale. Wholesale beat, dead. Beat wholesale ass. It's so good. Yeah. Like it. Okay. We touched a little bit on the lands. Yep. We touched on Urzatron, the creatures, yep. creatures, everything. Um, what of all of the forests? No utility lands. And I'm looking at weirdest thing on on tappedout.net. It got it's got forest listed twice, twelve, and then ten. So is there twenty two forests in this deck? Uh, yes. Is that There's, a is that a high number of forests for some reason? Only because the reason I listed them Sorry, separately. Sorry, it's got forests listed three times. The oh. reason I have it listed so many times is because I have two that are altered by you. I have ten of them that are foil, full art, Zendikar forests, <laughs> and the rest of them are either snow covered forests or regular forests that are just foil. And the reason I have them listed separately is because this is my most pimped out deck. Uh, it's, I'm going to say oh, 90, you're so lame. it's like 95% foil or altered, um, with very few exceptions. What most lame pleb card don't, snake basket, Yeah. lightning greaves. Uh, I think Effigeoff has a lightning greaves with that picture, like the promo one. Yeah, I should probably trade oh, him for that's that. That's a pretty actually. cool card, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, not a whole bunch of utility lands in yeah, there. That's where of, I was going with that. Um, not a lot of utility lands in there just because I don't. So, honestly, I don't super care about them. Again, like it's I know just, lots of your decks don't have them. Yeah, I need in this particular one, I wanted to just because there's lots of things that cost green, 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 like green, 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 green. You just you need green. <laughs> so I just play a forest, and 
if I can. And you don't care about like the, the cycle lands, for example, that come into play tap, but, but give you a green. They slow me down. cycle them away. They slow me I down. I suppose if you're playing the deck like a combo deck, it comes into play tap yeah. land might be a, yeah, a hindrance. Some, there right? are sometimes where it's like I have all this mana and I'm drawn into nothing. That does happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with this deck, it's one of the kind of downfalls of it is it does kind of give you this huge explosive capability and nothing to do with it. Like if you don't have the snake, the, the Hydra, or you don't have Genesis Wave, you could make 100 mana a turn, but who cares? Because the card in your hand costs two, and it's a 2-2 two, two with snake, and who cares? That does happen sometimes if you get wrathed out and you can't rebuild. Uh, but we try hard to have that not happen too much. Um, okay, I got two lands here for you. Okay. Haunted Fengraph. Okay. It gives you colorless, yep. but you can pay three... T- Sack it. Find more land. Um, get a creature one? from your graveyard to your hand at random. Ooh, that's not too Ooh. bad. Well, at kind random, because some of the creatures are garbage. Some of the creatures are garbage, but they do help you play the control game. The garbage ones let you play the control game. Yeah. So if that's what you want to do, maybe that's the the knob that you turn up a little bit. Maybe. 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 Uh, it does fit the recursion package theme. Yes. That's something that I... Yeah. It's not terrible. That's it's a thing. A, it's, it's something to keep in mind. Nick throw? Nick those? Shrine to Nick's? Uh, the only reason I don't play that, one, I don't have a foil one. Two, I don't have an extra one. Uh, and the foil one's probably a few bucks. Lots probably of money. expensive. Probably big money, yeah. But definitely a good card. Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes. Devotion to green. You just said green, 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 green. Yep. Like, I play a Karametra's Acolyte just because Devotion is so strong. In yes. Deck. Like, yeah, that's right. It's a non-snake creature. Non-snake. Oh, yeah, non-snake pleb. I know, I know. It's foil, though, so. Yeah. Hey, what can I do? Okay, so when we're looking at strengths and weaknesses of the deck, we already talked about lots of tappers, big damage late game, yep. almost like a combo deck late game. We're looking at some of the weaknesses. I think maybe more card draw. You say that there's plenty. Yep. Um, you if you have dudes, there's plenty. If you that's have dudes. The, that's the weakness. It's, most of this deck is dependent on you having dudes. Okay. Like you so, need dudes. So you're playing in the big game, the, the, four, the five, six player game. Sure. You're not the control deck in that game. Hell no. Because you've got the quicker critical turn. You've got more creatures to attack with, right? Yep. You're playing against Wrath of God dot deck. You're having a hard time. It's, you're having a hard time. Do you think more card draw would help? Like just straight up to get yes. you more dudes? Absolutely it would. It okay. 100% would. Um, I don't play it mostly just for flavor's sake. Yeah. Honestly. Um Six of one, yeah. half a dozen the other. Exactly, right? it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's like the control. Do you want to turn up the card draw a little bit and make it more like a a good stuff or a mid range snake deck, or do you want to yeah. keep it with the swing for the fences type thing? Yeah, right? I like that swing for the fences kind of ideal that's already in it. Mm-hmm. Like it's very me as a magic player, so I like that lots. Mm, it is that. Yes, it is that. I had I think I got some plans on future episode to talk about differences in play style. Yeah, me versus you because we are completely different yeah, in how yeah. how we play and how we build. I'm a yeah. little bit more. Tech Technical, you're a little bit more going on feel. Yeah. Um, and what was the other thing I wanted to say about that is I think that you're actually better at playing EDH than I am <laughs> because I'm a little bit more technical. Yeah. And and not saying that you're not technical, but you go by on that that feel and you make light of a situation and it's like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of wh- what's the most optimal play? How Can I draw that card? What am I going to do? What did yeah. I stack there? Whereas right. I'm sitting there with like, I have these in my hands. That's, wee! And when we drink... 
I think that your play style is a little bit favorable, more favorable for being hammered. Yeah, when you're hammered, my play style definitely works a little better. My, I'm increased. I just got to build way better decks. If I build yeah. way better decks, I just rely on the strength of my deck to win. And but I don't you got to play decks. Anything. You got to play my decks when you're drunk. You probably do better because they're all built for that kind of like not thinking too hard about anything, and you just want to do the. Maybe that's a thing. Hey, maybe that's something that we got to touch on. Is is do you, can you make a deck that's easy to play? When you're not paying attention or when you're hammered. We just did in the last episode of the Tracks of Turbo Fog. Uh, oh, yeah. We that's just right. did that. We just that's did right. it. Here I am trying to trying to play mono black Balthor the Defiled combo, <laughs> thinking, oh, this deck, or Animar combo, this yeah. deck is so good. It's like tier one. Nobody's going to beat it. And I'm hammered and I can't play it. It's yeah, like, gotta, uh, turn six. Yeah. Like, Pestermite? Yeah. Turn Wait, six. Aren't whiff. You, that's yeah. What aren't you, you supposed to play that with Kiki Jiki? Oh, oh, you're right. Son of a <laughs> bitch. Yeah. I'm doing it all wrong. Oh, I got nine cards. I'll discard this tooth and nail. Piss on this. And then you're like, oh, I'm doing no. it all wrong. Yup. You're, you're... Well, that yeah, I definitely, play, definitely I play a future the topic. I play the table a lot more efficiently than you do too. Because even when people know that I'm a huge threat, like with this deck, this deck is a huge threat to everybody all the time. And people will leave you alone when you play it because it looks so bad. Okay, and that's, I'm glad you... That's a major strength to this, because it looks <laughs> I, I so say, bad. I'm glad that you brought it up that it's bad. No, but what yeah. I was, what I meant was yeah. um, everything that the deck does is above board. Yeah. And by above board is like, there's nothing, there's no shady under the table. I got tricks, don't attack me. Yep. Or or nobody thinks, oh, can Brando remove it when he's playing snakes? Because you've got target four, four targeted removal. Yep. And only one of them gets a dude. Only one of them hits a creature. Right, so everything that you got to do and take care of is all very visible. Yep. And again, that leads to the rattlesnake nature of the deck. Yeah. Um, and it also leads to you being the combo or aggro player most of the time. So, yep. um, I guess that's a thing. Yeah, but it's it's nice because people just they they leave you alone. It's like oh, he just has a bunch of crappy commons from Kamigawa, and then that same com you know the. Pick one. I don't even. I can't even think of one right now. But the Sakura <laughs> tribe names are so bad. <laughs> Sakura tribe elder usually just sack it to get a land, whatever. But now he's swinging for ten. Orochi egg watcher. Yeah. <laughs> what? <Like> so bad. <laughs> Actually, Orochi egg watcher is is not that bad. He makes snake tokens, and if you can get him to flip over, which is easy for having ten dudes, he uh, turns into a uh, sack a dude get a giant growth, which is okay. It's not a bad card. Mm-hmm. I play two of the uh, those stupid flip cards in this one that kind of rotate yeah. over. Not flip, but rotate. Egg Watcher and... Sasia the Ascendant or something. Sasia Orochi yeah. Ascendant. I don't even want to read it because I have to... I'll just, I'll just tell you what it does. Yeah. You reveal your hand. Okay. If in that hand you have seven or more lands, you rotate her to her other side, which is an enchantment that says whenever you tap a land for mana, you get a mana... For each land for you each, control. For each land that shares a name with it. So when you tap a forest and you have nine forests, each forest now taps for nine mana. It's just Why another... do you have snow-covered forests in there then if you play Because they're card? pimp, Ryan. They're pimp-ass shit. Cut them. I'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> cut them. Calm down. I could probably cut them, yeah. I could probably cut those for just other basic... Just the, the, the technical of side of my deck building yeah. brain says, what are those doing in there? Cut yeah. them. They're just in there because people go, oh, you have four. And they're all the same art. Ooh, oh, I like oh, the same yeah. art. I like that Same a lot. art mm-hmm. dot land dot deck. Yes. Yep. Oh, all my foils and a car lands are the same art too. 
Oh, yeah. Yo, I like that. That's pretty. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yep. So if we get into the spicy calculator, yep. um, just because I want to go to the, the budget and potential cuts after. Yeah. Um, spice calculator, popularity, habanero levels. We're talking yep. about 60 decks on EDHREC.com. Yep. 60 out of like 140,000. We're so, recording this on what is it today? April twenty second. Yeah. Of twenty seventeen, and there's almost well, I got this page up here. How many? Yeah, there's a hundred and how many are there? One hundred and thirty nine thousand four hundred twenty three decks, and only sixty. Sixty of them. Only how 60 did I end up on this guy? Yeah, I don't even know. How I, I don't even know, but, but there's, there's only sixty. Yeah, sixty of them are Sashiro. Yeah. And yeah, that's awesome. That's spicy. Yeah. But like Zada our pilot episode, mm-hmm. you kind of have to, if you want to play Snake Tribal, you kind of have to throw all the same stuff into the deck. Exactly. It's not like Zombie Tribal where there's 400 different zombies. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of, most of the time, snakes suck. Yep. Most of the snakes like are River really, Moa. Really bad. Yeah, like, like regenerates who, for a green yeah, or who something. Cares? Oh, it has Island Walk. It's a 2-2 two, two for 4 with Island Walk. Who wants to play that? Yeah. Nobody wants to play that. So you're kind of limited as to yeah. what, it'd be like if we want to make Camel Tribal. Yeah. Now that a couple more camels are being printed. Yeah, there's only so many damn camels you can play. Yeah, and then and the so deck we, looks the same based on whatever the commander is. Yeah, and so you play them all. Like, my creature package is virtually the same as every other creature package that you'll ever see. Yeah, Minus, so when, yeah. when you're looking at the unique cards that are different from EDHREC.com, one of the metrics that we use, uh, only 21 cards in your deck are unique from the 150 or 60 showing for Sashiro on EDHREC. 21 right. only. Not right. that high. Not the best. Not that high. Average converted mana cost? Two point, sorry, three point two seven, uh, kind of where most decks in EDH live between two, yeah, two between, and a, or three and a quarter to four. Yeah, two and four or three and four, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, three and four. Trending somewhere. downwards, but we're gonna try and stop that because that efficiency is bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Efficiency as opposed to spicy. Exactly. Yeah. F that. Critical turn four. We talked about that. If yeah. you go, that's where the engines. The going. sequence that you texted me the other day: land, dude, or soul ring, land. Lord or ramp. Land, Sashiro, swing for seven, draw two. Land, dude, dude, swing for lots, draw lots. Yep. Right? Turn four, you've got your commander online and. Yep. You're doing commander damage, you're the swinging motor's for running, lots. right? So unless they sweep you, you're probably, or get giant blockers out there that are bigger than yours, the odds are you're going to start steamrolling people quick. Yeah. And optimal game size set to four. You get much bigger. Everybody starts to play those really big control, wrath of God dot yeah. decks. Yeah. You get any smaller than that, then you're not going to keep up with the hyper efficient kind of yeah, you're really gobl- focused yeah. on killing you. Your deck. goblins, your elves, those are going to, they're just faster. Yeah. Yep. So all of that combined together. Now keep in mind, there's only 60 Sashiro lists. We're looking at a spicy rating of 31.7. Not very high. Not that high. Couple tweaks could maybe... You could probably make it a little higher. Yeah, the uniqueness rating is kind of the best way to make your spice rating go up. Yep. So if you want to cut whatever, find the card and find a pseudo analog or a kind of a yeah, there's next a couple, best thing. There's a couple of Ammon Kit cards I'm looking to put in. We don't have to talk about those or whatever, but they're, they're not even snakes, which makes me sad. But They have they snakes, have snakes the for heads. Yeah, which... Should make them snakes, but Naga. Oh, yeah. What is that? What is that about? Mesopotamian garbage is what that is. Is that a thing, though? Is a Naga actually a thing? A Naga is like a snake with a human head. Uh, Or the other way around. A human with a snake head. Well, no, and they're actually a snake with a human head. They've got it backwards from Magic. Magic just backwards Yeah, they just decided they could do whatever they wanted, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Wait, so is it a human with a snake head? 
a snake with a human head. It's a monster that has a snake's body with a human-like head. That's what it is historically. Yeah. But in magic, it's a... It's a, it's human, a human body a with a humanoid body with, with like a cobra head sticking out. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, they're pretty wild pic- looking. I was picturing like cool. just a sna- like a snake head without the neck or anything, and I was like, <laughs> "That's ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, when we're talking about pseudo analogs, when we're looking at cutting things to increase your uniqueness rating, mm. mana reflection it's probably in there because it's a popular green card. I didn't oh, yeah. actually look, but. Mana like, reflection's in there for big mana, big mana stuff. That's what I like for. Zendikar Resurgent. Zendikar Resurgent. Okay. Green, green, five. Whenever a land taps for mana, add one to your mana pool, uh, the type that that land produced. It just makes one, though. Yeah, but whenever you cast a creature spell, draw a card. And you've got 33 of those suckers. That's pretty good. That's a cool card. That's, that is pretty good, yeah. 61 cents. Can't beat 61 cents. Yeah, foil is probably like a dollar. Fifteen, dollars. Fifteen Canadian. One, after you've converted it, yeah. Yeah, and paid for shipping. Yep. Uh, what about tooth and nail? Oh, we yeah. didn't talk. There's two tutors in there, which drastically yeah. reduce. I think you, with your two yeah. tutors, you lost six points of spice. Yeah. yeah, the tooth and nail can go. It's not, although it's not on the most common things for. That's okay, but it's a, it's a tutor. It is a tutor. It's yeah. a tutor, so it, it represents of, the, if you if you know what you're getting with tooth and nail before you tooth and nail. Regardless of the yeah. the the game position, yeah, it's still it's in. not adding any kind of spice to your deck. It's That's adding true. value because obviously yeah. you you have two targets locked it's down that are nail, good, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and and time of need is it's you need it. Time and need, <laughs> you yeah. got to play time of need. That's fine. You don't actually lose when you have one tutor. You don't actually lose any spice rating, no. right? But what if instead of tooth and nail, you did something like Rishkar's expertise? You're getting card draw because okay. Rishkar's expertise is um, draw a card for the highest power among creatures you control. And then draw that many? And draw that many. It's pretty good. It's excellent. Yep. Let's draw four and five. And then put a card from your hand into play that has converted mana cost of five or less. Mm-hmm. So you're gaining in hand and you're gaining on board. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not too bad. And it, it, and it costs, costs less than tooth and nail. It costs six, which so is yeah. less than tooth and nail. If you don't like that card, I like Wild Pair because I love oh, Wild Pair. And I, I know have, you like Wild I Pair. I do have Wild Pair. I like Wild Pair a lot. So Wild Pair, uh, I'll bring it up here because I don't. I want to make sure that we get it right. Now Wild Pair has a freaking novel on it, just like Snake. It doesn't have Snake. Have snake. Yeah, Wild Pair. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield, if you cast it from your hand, you may search your library for a creature card with the same total power and toughness and put that creature onto the battlefield. If you do, shuffle your library. I did play it in the deck but it's hard to use because when you have Sashiro, the creature is going to be too big. Because uh, if you play your little 2-2 oh. two, two guy, now he's a 4-4, four, four, your total is 8, so now you got to find that thing that's converted. Oh, and then converted. you can't find anything that yeah. has 8 because everything is else yeah. is small. Yeah, there's one or two things you can get, and oh, once they're see, there... That's the super secret tech that I wouldn't have known about yeah. without playing the deck. Yeah, because I have played... I did play it with Wild Pair for a little while when I first built it. That was one of the things I had so to So maybe Rishkar's I got up on the screen. Rishkar's expertise I do like. Yeah, that's do a like good that card. card. Draw a I'm card equal to big, big. I'm writing right? it down. And then put a 5 or less from your hand into play. Expertise. It's going in. And you cast that too. So if you have anything that triggers on cast, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Maybe you do. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Rich card's expertise. That's good. It's a good card. Um, and then the other thing, and this is just a potential budget cut type thing. Sure. But we've talked about the big mana, Guy's Cradle. It's like $7 trillion. It's so much. If you mine, wanna, has a, mine has a sweet alternate art. 
on it too. We had we had the snake from the Garden of Eden painted coming down the side. Oh yeah, Kyle with a P's wife did that. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's very very nice. Um, she does great work. If you cut the deck, if you cut that from the deck, does it still run? It runs fine, just not as fine as if it had a guy's cradle. Mm. Like, why would you ever run anything that isn't a guy's cradle when you have a guy's cradle? Unless you're playing dual commander because it's banned there. But yeah, but uh, is it banned there? It, it, uh, I don't it think that it's banned there. Whatever. It Actually, matter. it is banned there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, <laughs> the point is, it's <laughs> it's a great card. It's like the, it's the best land for a creature based deck, which this is. It's the best land. So there's no reason not yep. to play it when I have it. There's yep. no reason not to do that. Okay. Doesn't make no sense. Although the bu- <laughs> speaking of budget, this deck is really expensive. Uh, when you look at it on when you look at what's in it and then you look at it on taftout.net, it's it costs a lot of money. $819.71, which is kind of akin to like 17,500 Canadian, yeah. Canadian yeah. after shipping. Correct. Uh, and the, the reasoning for that of well, course. Well, hold on is, a second, remember cuz there's yeah. it's 99% foil or whatever, right? Yeah. That's if, why it costs so much. If you took out all the foiling, I bet you could buy this deck minus tooth and nail and guys minus cradle. guys cradle. You could probably get this whole deck for like what, like forty bucks, fifty bucks. I don't think there's anything else. Maybe mana reflection. Mana reflection's expensive, yeah, but minus a handful of cards because all of, most of the creatures are junk. Um, most of your enchantments and stuff are things that might be a little uh, bit trickier to find. Looking at Concordant Crossroad, I mean, that's 10 bucks just because it's old oh, and tricky to find, right? Yeah. There's probably a few that would surprise you just due to them being old or yeah. weird or from modern. <laughs> I, I rolled my eyes. People can't see that when they're listening, but yeah, I'm modern. rolling my eyes. Yeah. Stupid modern. I hate everything. Yeah. Um, but, so budget, if you didn't have... I think budget this deck actually is quite attainable. There are a few things, of course, that are going to run you a couple of bucks, but you can cut those for something else, guys, cradles, your mana, reflections. We've already talked about some of the things you can replace oh, them with. Zendikar Resurgent. Yeah, so, so you could you could easily do this deck for 50 or 60 bucks if you just want to pick it up and play it. And it is tons and tons and tons of fun uh, to do. Um, and you get to do one of my old favorite win conditions, which is kind of alpha strike with everybody. Uh, let me back that up a little bit. There's a lady in the deck. She's a snake, but she's also a lady. And she is called Shizuko, Caller of Autumn, I think. Not, not Caller of Autumn. No, that's the one that gives you three green. What's her name? Sakiko. 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 Oh, this is the yeah. stupidest name. Asian names are crazy to say. Um, so Sakiko, and what she does is whenever a creature damages another player, you get a green mana for each damage that they did. What? That doesn't leave your mana pool after combat. So you get your next main phase and you have this ton of mana. So you swung for the fences. You didn't kill everybody, but you do have like, you know, let's say 40 mana from attacking with your dudes and you hurricane. I, yeah, hurricane. I knew you were going to say hurricane because all you do is hurricane. That's my favorite thing in the world. It doesn't work as much now because people know it's coming. So they damage me so that I can't just have more life than you. So I can't just hurricane and win. <laughs> Although sometimes I do hurricane and just say I win. Moral victory. I killed everybody, even myself. Moral victory. Yeah, yeah, going down with the ship. I'm okay with that. But I play Squall Line and I play Hurricane for those reasons. And those are your two Wrath spells. Yeah. Let's call them Wrath spells. If they're... Flyers. Yeah. You got flying creatures. (laughs) Hurricane. Yeah, they're dead. So are you, but I got your creature too. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of... That's like... It's redundant, but Alter... uh, Alternate Brando removal. Um, Yeah. It's like it, to, to it, kill a creature. I yeah. want your I want your mana dork dead. So I'm just gonna kill you. Yeah, I'll just kill you. <laughs> yeah, now he's. Now I don't have to worry about him no more. He didn't yeah. fly. I couldn't kill him. So I killed the player. <laughs> exactly. That's that's how I do things. 
It's a little, uh, it's a little less refined, but hey, it gets the job done. We're it playing, gets the job done. We're playing mono green here, not blue. Speaking of getting the job done, yeah, we're talking about the milkless job. Uh oh, that's my favorite section of the show. Okay, and I'm actually getting an updated milk list because this one is from a few months ago, yep. and all of the stats generated from EDH Rec. I mean, they change all the time. So what this is is the most common played cards per converted mana cost for the color combination we're talking about. In this case, green. Green. So, zero converted mana cost in green. Do you play it? Summoner's Pact. No. No. Soul yes. Ring. Yes. yes and you got a sweet altar from your boy. Yeah. Uh, what do we call it? 90s Windbreaker, 90s windbreaker Soul, Soul Ring. Because it's like fluorescent yeah. green. We'll post a picture of it maybe on the, oh, in the yeah. show notes. It's really cool. Uh, third card, Priest of Titania. Nope. Eternal Witness. Yes. Sorry, I paused there. I was thinking, what the heck's going on? <laughs> so, okay, that's number one. Eternal yep. Witness. Got one. Sorry, that's two. Soul Ring and Eternal Witness. Yep. Four drop slot. Do you play Harmonize? I do not. That's a card drawer. Yes, that's it a is. Good one. Don't play it, though. Five drop slot. Exidic Slime. Nope. Cage Sun at six. Yes, that There's one. Yeah. Seven drop. Avenger of Zendikar. Do not. Eight drop slot, Terastodon. Nope. He's our boy. We always he, use him in examples. Yeah, we love Terastodon, but yep. we don't play him in this deck. What is this about? Nine drop slot, the Great Aurora? What? <laughs> what? We'll have to look that uh, up. Obviously. I, I, I remember it's a new card, but it's like wide. Uh, it's good, but screw that card. Yeah, that card, yeah. Uh, ten drop, Kozlik, Butcher of Truth. Nope. Ulamog, Infinite Gyre. Nope. It the Betrays. Nope. Emmercool. Nope. Other Emmercool. Nope. Draco. Nope. Forest. Yes. Snow-covered forest. Yes. Take those out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Milkless matches. Three. It's that's reasonable. That's, that's it's reasonable considering one's soul ring. They're really, they're yeah, like one two. of them is soul ring and one of them is caged sun. And one of them is eternal witness. Yeah. It's probably the most commonly played green card. I don't know that for a fact, but it I, probably is. I would bet it probably is. That one, and I would say Song of the Dryads just because I freaking hate that card so freaking oh, I much. Like card. I hate that card. Mm. Nope. So, spiciness of 31.7, milk list matches of, let's call it three. Let's say three, yeah. Well, it is three, so tell it like it is. What else do we have to know about the deck? That it's great, and everybody should play. This is probably my... I said that Kami of the Crescent Moon is probably my favorite deck to play, because it's so... There's, the variance is so high with it. This one is kind of the same thing, where it's just a lot of fun to sit down, and you shuffle it up, and you draw a hand... And you look at your hand, and it's like, oh, there's so many just jank pieces of crap. What am I going to do with this? And then as you play it, you're like, oh, you know, and the synergies are, they're weird and they're strange and they're quirky, but they're there. And so the deck is always fun and it always kind of gives you something to do. It's very rare that you play a game of magic where you have, you don't impact it in some way. Like you're going to kill somebody or you're going to swing for the fence and just lose because you just overreach and run into a counterspell or something like the deck is a lot of fun and there's a lot of opportunities for you to like flex your magic muscles to think how am i gonna get out of this i'm playing mono green with barely any removal how do i stop <laughs> mono green no removal yeah you oh, got, like, sounds terrible you have no way of dealing with lots of stuff but you do have ways of dealing with virtually everything if you look hard enough. The and further I like you that. are from danger the farther you are from harm there or the closer you are to danger the farther you are from harm exactly there you go and the deck is really good. That's very uh, Monk of you. A very um, Hobbit of me. It's from, it's the from Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. Well, they're, yep. yeah, well, they're scumbags, I guess. Oh, no. We should yeah. make a Lord of the Rings deck. 
We could do that, actually. Ah, uh, I don't like theme decks like that. I, I Scratch that. Edit that shit out. No, we're going <laughs> to leave that in because I'm going to tell you a sweet thing. It's not Sashiro related, but I've been talking about it on lots of the episodes of the show. My Queen Marchesa deck. Oh, yeah. You played it. Yeah, it's finally up. Way better than I thought it was going to go. No And way. it's got two, th- three, three, kind of three sub-themes in it. There's everything has death touch, which is awesome. <laughs> Even the six sixes? Even the six sixes have <laughs> death touch. Ugh. If they don't have death touch, they're knights because knights protect the queen, oh, who is Marchesa. And I realized with Evan, normally F you Evan, but yeah. I'm going to say thanks to Evan on this one. Oh, what's He gave what? me a, because I had it already built in there, a chess theme. So I have a king, a queen, I have knights, I have little castle guys, I have a bishop. And I've got a bunch of little, like, tokens that you can use as pawns. So it also has kind of a chess sub-theme going on. Oh, what are all the so, cards? No, don't don't spoil it no, because we got to talk about that. we got to talk about that. We'll talk about it on the show. But I like, actually have, and we didn't talk about it because it's by itself in the section at the top of our show notes. What have you been cooking? Yeah, my Marchesa. There's Chesa. the cooking reference, Kyla. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about it. And I played it, uh, I guess I only played it in two games last week because we had to ha- we had kind of an early night. But uh, every like even the little one drops like you have a one one with death touch changes the board. Every card is that a you pawn? Play. Yeah. Okay. It's just a one. Sorry, one. Yeah. I spoil it. It's fine, but <laughs> it's it's awesome. Like it's just lots of. It was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was just going to go in there and just get rolled. But it turns out when all of your creatures are removal spells or they have protection from your opponent's stuff, hmm. and they're loaded up with swords. Two, up, two, two notes I've thought yeah. of when, uh, and, and these are just kind of theory technical things in my head, not mm. pertaining to the deck, but maybe sure. worth discussion in the future. You made me think of them. Sure. Um, when you play a new deck, a lot of the times it does terribly bad. Yeah. But lots of times it does good because A, you don't know um, what sorts of plays to stay away from that are going to get you targeted right. because it's all new to you. Yep. And it's all new to your opponent. So they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Oh, is he going to play that? What does that card do? What does that do? This it's. Thing. Oh, brand new decks, yeah. even though you don't know how to play them, sometimes they're better because... Because you don't know how to play them. And your opponents don't know what you're doing. Exactly. Because there good. are times where people look over and like, oh, Ryan's got the light blue sleeves. That means he's playing Animar. We should yeah, probably that's destroy right. him. Uh, and the other thing that I thought of when you're talking about crappy draft commons from Kamigawa.deck yeah. is... You don't even draft those the cards in Sushiro, by the oh, way. Yes. You stay away from them. You just pass them. When you're talking about uh, building a spicy deck... Either you have to play that that pile of garbage and yep. morph it in through the, the complete comp- construction yep. of the deck into something that's good like this. You're gonna weave that chaff together until you get something until nice. So you get like a nice you get a um, quilt. Yeah. yeah I, don't I was know gonna say can... like a patio chair. That'd work too. That'd work I'd too. I'd be okay with that. You like can if we're doing a barbecue, we had a patio chair made out of this crappy deck. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you don't have to play it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> um but the other thing is you could also Flip that around and play just tons and tons and tons of really good cards that are good by themselves, and that could also be really spicy. Yeah. Right. As a complete deck, I find that if somewhere in the middle, if you're trying to, um, if you're trying to piece together bad and good, it's like, is it trying to be good? Is it trying to be bad? And then, and you then just it never. It turns into a mess at that point. It turns into a mess because your opponents are going to know exactly what to kill. Right, if you're yeah. playing a good stuff deck and everything's good, well, it's going to be good because that's it, why it's called a good stuff deck. Yeah. If you're playing a bad stuff deck, it's like, oh. If you're playing a bad stuff, I'm going to waste that, a path to exile on that. Yeah. Uh, but if you're playing a bad stuff deck that has good stuff to make the bad stuff better, 
then you're kind. And I know bad stuff to make the bad stuff better because it's still bad. They just talked for an hour about how the deck relies on Sashiro to make the deck go. Sashiro's bad. It's it's a Sashiro's terrible. Three, four, for six. Yeah, but. He makes the deck go, right? That's right. And like you can still get you can spot remove Kamal, you can spot remove the Orochi thing, but I'll get it back. Yep. I'll get it back. I don't care. Yep. Do what you want. But yeah, that is a thing with a lot of decks where you can just play bad stuff to make the bad stuff more better. Because if you think about it, and that's what we're here for, is to take those bad things Hey-oh! and spin them together into a great deck. And you have things like monoclone.deck. Yep. You got Snake Tribal. Yep. Or you got next week we're gonna compare Sid what's her name? Sidisi? Sidisi? Not Sidisi. Not Sakuku. What the hell? She's white. She's a rebel. Lynn Sivy. Lynn Sivy. We're going to compare Lynn Sivy the good and used for her ability to find efficient removal cards and other things that make your combos go. Yep. And Lynn Sivy and a whole bunch of crappy rebels that are only <laughs> in there for flavor. And it's kind of like Sounds this like deck, a Brando deck. But boy, is it not as good. <laughs> And we're going to talk about that and how maybe we can combine these two super decks. And that is going to round out our monocolor kind of kind of yeah arc that we've been doing. And we're going to find a new arc. Maybe somebody has ideas. Maybe yeah. we jump to combo dot arc. Maybe we yeah. jump to aggro. Maybe we jump to tribal. We do a bunch of tribal decks yeah, or something. We, I don't we, know. We, I feel like we've done a few tribal yeah, decks. Yeah, we've done a couple of tribal decks already. So if you got any ideas for new like arcs we can follow, if anybody says do the guilds. We're going to ignore you. Yeah. Because no. No. We're not doing that. We're not doing the wedges. We're not doing the shards. Not it's as arcs. Too easy. Yep. We don't do easy here at Commander Cookout Podcast. We try to make... What's that super terrible land from last week? I've uh, forgotten its name. Sorrel's Path. So we're making Sorrel's Path good here. That's what we're doing. We're not oh, here to do things do that are easy. Oh, let's do an arc where we build decks that make Sorrel's Path good. Or we can just do an arc where we make terrible cards good. Yes. Ooh, Brainstorming yes. on the show is how it goes. But now you know what we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to let that percolate in us, let it percolate in you. We're going to see you back in. here next week. Send it in. To Commander. Wait, what's it called? What the hell is our email address? <laughs> what the hell is our email address? Just wait. Commander Cookout Podcast. Commander Cookout Podcast. Or you can tweet them to us. CCO, CCO Podcast. Podcast on Twitter. Or search us up on Tapped Out, also at CCO Podcast. Yeah, leave some comments. We like it lots. Apparently, we're decklings on Tapped Out. <laughs> Make that better. I don't know what, what deckling is. It's the worst thing. It sounds like we have small wieners, which isn't true, right, Kyla? Is that like plebeian for something? Is that a... I don't kiss and tell. There it is. You know what that means. I uh, actually, I do not know the size of Ryan's wiener. I just want to make that really clear because I know that his wife listens to these because she's an awesome and supportive and loving and talented wife. Please don't think that I know the size of your husband's wiener, Rebecca. We're off yeah, topic. What you, yeah, what are you talking about? I'm just going to go back to watching my videos. Uh, I'm going to go back to thinking about my uh, my wife and my wiener. <laughs> All right, and on that note, we're going to go back to doing things that involves wives and wieners, and we will see you back here on the next episode of Commander <laughs> Cookout Podcast. Hit that theme song. Boom.